And then she asked the question that we get all the time. When can I buy them for my four-year-old daughter? Yes. We're yes. Not, we're not there yet. But, but it's kind of it's cool. That's another neat case. So Every business is unique, but the ups and downs we experience as we launch and run our businesses are pretty similar. We're Harmon Brothers, the team behind Pooping Unicorns and other weird but successful video ads you've probably seen. We help businesses grow through unforgettable video marketing, and we're no stranger to tricky situations. In fact, we embrace them. The goal of this podcast is to show how your crappy circumstances could be the golden opportunity that leads to your next success. You're listening to Poop to Gold. Welcome back to From Poop to Gold. I'm Benton Crane, the CEO of Harmon Brothers and your co-host on the show. Now today I have with me a very special guest. He is a friend and he's even a client. This is Monty Deer, the CEO of Kizik, Kizik Shoes. Welcome to the show, Monty. Thanks, Benton. Great to be with you. Now, if you haven't heard about Kizik Shoes, you need to. So go check out Kizik, K-I-Z-I-K dot com and check out these shoes. They're hands-free. So they have special patented technology built into each of the shoes that allows you to step in and out of the shoes without touching them. And I'm not just talking about like slip-ons here that like when you run, they fall off. I'm talking about legit shoes that slip on, stay on. You can like I've run to catch a plane in these things and they stay on. They're amazing. I have probably four or five, I think I have five pairs of Kizik's. I've given pairs to my friends, to my family. I have people all around me wearing these things and almost everyone says once you start wearing these shoes, you wear them like 85% of the time, 85 or 90% of the time compared to all your other old shoes just because they're so freaking convenience just pop in pop right back out all the time that's funny that you say that benton because if you asked me what are the top three reviews that we get you just said the the three top reviews the first one is hey these really work uh i mean they really go on and stay on they're not a gimmick yeah the, the second one is i have three or four pair and my wife was asking me last night have you ever in your life bought a pair of shoes and then turned around and bought two or three or four more pair of those, that same brand? And, and honestly, I have a couple of times with, with a running shoe. But then the third one, I really like the third one. And you said it as well, Benton. I love when people say, I bought a pair of these and I immediately thought, I'm going to get a pair of these for someone else. My dad, my pregnant daughter my you know it's that's a nice thing when people buy a pair of shoes they like the functionality the light goes on and they think of someone else so i know i know you you were selling hard for me in the start of this podcast uh i'm just repeating we hear the same thing i'll I'll back off now a little bit how about that so you you mentioned you know pregnancy as these shoes being awesome for for someone going through a pregnancy and that can probably apply to a lot of other things, not just pregnancy, but there are a lot of other conditions where, you know, putting shoes on and off can become really hard. You know, maybe somebody who's, you know, suffering through ALS or MS or, you know, some of these debilitating conditions. I think these shoes, if I understand correctly, have kind of become life changers for, for people in these conditions. Can you, can you speak a little bit more about that? Yes. We hear from a lot of individuals 
either the individuals themselves or those who are the caretakers for individuals who say, hey, my, for example, my husband hasn't been putting on his own shoes for five years. Uh, he's aging. And all of a sudden now with Kizik, with Kizik, he can put on his shoes. That's a, that's a pretty special thing to, to be able to change someone's life in that way. And, and so uh, you, you mentioned pregnant women. One thing that's interesting about that category if you look at those who are aging, they have a high need, but not necessarily a high capacity. Well, high capacity. I don't want to say that they are. They just aren't online as much, right? So they don't. Mm-hmm. It, they don't learn as easily. If you're talking about marketing, and I know that's something that we'll talk about today. If you talk about marketing, those who are aging, it's it's a little harder for them to learn about what physics do. You want to talk about a, a, a perfect storm a young mother who uh, can't reach down and touch her feet. She has high need. She has high technological savvy. You put those things, those two things together and it, it provides a little marketing firestorm where, where those women reach out and buy our, our product a lot. But then I talked to a woman just uh, recently who had just bought a pair of shoes and her husband had bought them for her. And she said, you know what's great, Monty? I'm going to buy a pair of these for my mother. She loves them. And then she asked the question that we get all the time: When can I buy them for my four-year-old daughter? Yes. We're yes. Not, we're not there yet. But but it's kind of it's kind of cool. That's another need case. So so our need cases uh, for easy on shoes go from you know literally very young to very old and and along the spectrum. Yeah. In fact. My 12-year-old daughter finally just grew into the smallest pair of women's kizzics, and this was like a uh, th- this was like a a monumental moment in our house <laughs> that uh, she was able to get kizzics, and now the other three kids are all jealous that she has kizzics and and they don't. And then I I've heard from several people around our office, a couple of my business partners, uh, Neil Harmon and and Jeff Harmon, both mentioned that all of their kids are constantly asking for Kizik. So it it you know that when you have something that the up and coming generation is literally begging for, you're you're onto something special. So before we dive into your poop to gold journey, Monty, I want you to talk a little bit more about the shoe industry as a whole. What what do you think? this new technology that Kizik is bringing to the marketplace is going to mean to the industry as a whole? Well, you, you don't see a whole lot of innovation in the shoe industry. And I would say that's not fair because the shoe industry has innovated incredibly in areas of sustainability and comfort. But but I don't know. It's, you look back and you ask yourself, when was the last time you saw uh, a functional innovation, a serious functional innovation in the shoe industry? I guess you could look at a Birkenstock or a Croc. You know, Nike has done some amazing things with Air, Flyknit. So those are those are in the functional area, but. Uh, this is one of those things where you say, "Are you kidding?" This is a, this is a whole entire different way to put a shoe on and take a shoe off. You know, it's it's a rite of passage for a young child to learn how to tie her or his shoes, 
And of course, our question is, why is that? How should shoes have been if we had imagined them correctly from the beginning? And that's what we're doing. We think that as people respond and and see something that they've never seen before in hands-free shoes, that the entire industry will move toward hands-free shoes. And, and we're fortunate to find ourselves because of our Mike Pratt, because of a really careful innovation team, we're, we're fortunate to find ourselves in a position to be the leader in, in that particular type of technology. If I understand correctly, Nike even invested in your, in your company and technology, correct? That's right. That's right. Nike made an investment in our company, so owns a minority interest in our company and has licensed the rights to use our hands-free technology, our patents, our patented technology in Nike shoes. That's got to be a pretty big validator, right? As you're building this company and building this technology, like you know you're onto something, but when the big boys come along and kind of validate that you're onto something, you really know you're onto something. Yes, and and and, and I would say it's definitely validating. It's def I would say it's a fortunate blessing. You've probably read before. I read. I was reading a Jim Collins book recently that talks about luck. You know, luck plays a part in all that we do. Our timing, Mike Pratt's timing in thinking about hands-free shoes was fortunate to coincide with Nike's desire. And, you know, I I don't really feel comfortable talking about what Nike is doing, but you can see from Nike's past, they've been looking for, in their FlyEase line, easier ways to get shoes on and off of people's feet. And I, I love what Nike says. They say, we work for our athletes and our athletes are anyone with a body. And, and that's, that's, just, awesome. I mean, that's a really cool thought. And they've been doing that for a while. And, and, and for, for their desire to make shoes easier to be on and off to coincide with the work that we were doing is, is fortuitous to say the least. I love it. I've told you this before. But when I learned about Kizik, it reminded me so much of the early days of purple mattresses. Because everything you just talked about, about having this really big industry that's been around for a hundred, or I guess in the case of shoes, thousands of years, right? And the innovation that has happened in that industry in terms of function has been pretty limited. Purple was similar. You know, with, with mattresses, there's just hadn't been that much technology you know, you got air beds, you have foam beds, you have spring beds, and then all sorts of different variations of them, different hardness, softness, et cetera, et cetera. And purple came along after however many years of, you know, very little innovation with that gel technology. And they brought that to us and asked us to help them tell the story of that, of that technology. And of course, it blew up and went nuts. And now they're a publicly traded company worth I, I don't even know what they're worth now. I think it's well north of a billion dollars. But Kizik feels so much like that. Big industry, unique technology that's a real differentiator that solves, <clears throat> solves a real problem that makes the experience better for its users. And so I, I just see this and I get so excited about Kizik's future. I just think it's going to be huge. Well, isn't it, isn't it crazy, too, that I, I live in Alpine, Utah, Exactly one mile from Purple headquarters, I know uh, Terry and Tony Pierce, the founders at Purple, 
they've, you know, I, I have a history of a, as uh, uh, an attorney and, and I've done some legal work for them before great men. You, you come over to our place, Alex uh, MacArthur, one of my close friends is, is, is our chief marketing officer at Kizik and was at Purple as well. His team, or at least a couple of members from his team right now, Brett Swenson is there. Great, great history, great experience that comes out of a completely independent innovation process that occurred a few miles apart from one another. Now, don't, don't misunderstand, I'm not the inventor, but Mike Pratt was just over the hill in Draper when all of this was going down. So uh, it's, it's fine. I, I hope, Benton, we can follow in the, in the steps of, uh, of Purple. And, and I would add, uh, um, everyone sleeps on mattresses, but everyone also wears shoes. And that's a, that's a, that bodes well for our future. Absolutely. Awesome. Let's dive into your Hoop to Gold journey, Monty. Take us back in time a little bit. One, because we want to know how you ended up as CEO of Kizik, but two, we want to know what you had to overcome on your journey to get there. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, everybody has multiple poop stories. I think I'll share one that's fairly recent because it's pretty relevant to what's going on right now. And you're a part of it, uh, Benton, not, not the poop part. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> so, uh, as I mentioned, until... Uh, well, of 2019, I was a I was a partner at a law firm Bennett Tuller Johnson and Deer, a business lawyer. I have represented a lot of Utah companies, especially companies that have built and sold to to often to out of state private equity firms, etc. So, uh, you know, I had a great I had a great life, a great business, great partners, loyal friends, and uh, I just don't know what to say other than. When I met Mike Pratt, who was a client, I saw this hands-free technology. I saw the opportunity. Just was an, the thought was, you know, I guess I was just a little bit moved to try something different for the last part of my career. And I just did it. It was crazy. My wife thought I was crazy. And in fact, that was the, the summer of 2019. Fast forward about nine months. And this little pandemic started, and that created a heavy layer of poop for a lot of people. Our particular poop story was this. We were selling at the time in two channels. We were selling more expensive leather, dark-colored shoes into a retail channel, mostly Dillard's and some independent shoe stores. And we were doing well. Honestly, not as well as we wanted. We had undertaken to try to make our shoes look a little younger, a little less expensive, uh, a little more attractive online. And But when the pandemic came, we had just ordered, committed ourselves to order literally several million dollars worth of these shoes that were to go into these traditional retail shoe stores. Because with shoes, it's this isn't like a, a two-week turnaround. Like you order it and they're... You know, this takes, yeah, this takes months and months that you're ordering in advance, right? So they were coming. They were coming. Uh, some of them were showing up right then in the, a year ago in April of 20, but more were coming behind them. We couldn't stop them. And so we had this really challenging question. These few stores are closed. 
Uh, and, and, you know, they're selling Nike, New Balance, Ultra shoes. You know, we're, we're the new kid on the block. If we ship shoes to these companies, you think, are they going to be able to sell our shoes? Are they going to be able to pay us? I mean, if this is a challenge for a Main Street shoe store anyway. And so we were faced with the challenge. We got massive numbers of shoes coming. Are we going to ship them to our retail customers? Or are we going to swallow hard? and hang on to them and make sure we can turn that leather into cash for ourselves so we don't so we don't go down it was it was a it was definitely a fetal position moment and we decided we're not shipping these shoes and and the numbers were incredible at the rate we were selling shoes online at the time it would have taken us almost five years i mean that's that's crazy oh my goodness it would have taken us five years to sell all of those shoes if if we hadn't been able to speed up our our online sales so that's where we were so let, let me just clarify here so you've ordered all of these shoes thinking that they're going to be placed in all these different stores you're six months ahead of yourself you're thinking in terms of growth so you're being aggressive you're ordering ahead of that growth and then the pandemic hits, all those stores shut down. You're left with this massive glut of inventory, literally millions of dollars. And now you're facing the prospect of, okay, we have to sell these online, but at the current rate, this is five years worth of inventory. So what, so what do you do? Well, let me, let me tell you what I thought first before I, the first thing I, the first, you know, all kinds of negative thoughts go through your mind. Like what in the crap am I doing? Why did I leave my comfy law firm with my big office and my clients who love me and my partners who love me? And and then, then then what? And and here's another thing, you know, I've been in poop before, but when you're in familiar environs, you know, you, you know how to respond, you know how to dig down. I was, you know, product. I'm not a product guy. E-commerce. I'm not an e-commerce guy. I I don't know how to, I don't know how to dig out of this out of this pile. It was it was a great galvanizing moment for I would say for me and our team because we did have product people. We did have, I mean, Alex MacArthur said to me, Monty, we can do this. I've seen worse. Uh, he told me a story once where he had to go in the bathroom and throw up in the trash can, and he said, I haven't I haven't thrown up in the trash can yet. So we it was a real team moment. Everyone. Uh, pulled together and we made a plan and we tried to look forward, not look back. And then we started to write down that plan and it, it worked out. I, I realized, even though I'm not a product person, not an e-commerce person, I had skills that would apply to the situation. I went out and talked to those to whom we had owed money. And by the way, you were one of them. Uh, and, and I mean that in the best way. You know, we had just committed to do a, a, a heavy load of uh, advertising with you, which, by the way, we can talk about that in a minute. has turned out wonderfully. But that was puckering us a little bit because, because you got to pay for the services that you've committed to. And so I went to our, our creditors and I said, hey, we're going to do our best, but, but just know what's happening. And we went to our supplier and said they, they helped us a little bit. They said, okay. We'll hang on to a few of these shoes because if we send them to you, you're just going to have to pay for storage in, in warehouses in the United States. With a little help from our friends and a lot of galvanization among our team, 
we started digging out. We started selling more shoes online. The uh, test ads that we were doing with Harmon Brothers started. We started to see what was working. Our volume increased. And, and frankly, we're a year later. And holy cow, it's, uh, we're very fortunate. Uh, I mean, we still face challenges. We're still not, we still haven't arrived completely, but we're selling our shoes today. I don't know if we're, I don't know if you want to stay in the poop for a minute, but, but that's where we were and that's what we did. Looking back now a year later, is the company better off for having gone through that experience? Yes, yes. You know, it took that push to make us really focus toward the e-commerce uh, channel that where we should have been all along. But it's hard, you know, when you're when you're selling shoes in 130 retail stores. I mean, that's 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 commerce, right? People are seeing your shoes. It, 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 yeah, I, I would say that event really helped push us to have the freedom to test and and refine and focus on our direct-to-consumer channel. And that has meant everything to us. We, we've pivoted and it was, we probably would have pivoted, maybe not by now, but we would have pivoted eventually anyway. But right now we're very focused on price point, on product that sells best online, on content that communicates our not so easy story, right? We're telling the story about a product that people don't, about a problem that people don't even know that they need solved. And so those, those things came together, the right product, the right story and content, the right price. And we've seen an incredible upswing in, in sales and pro great promise for the future. What about for you personally? Are you personally better off for having gone through that last year? Well, my wife, Bobby, asked me, how, how many days have you had where you really wanted to go back? And, and, and the answer truly, truly is none. Because I, I look forward, but I'm having fun every day solving these problems. When I stepped out of practicing law, I knew I was good at what, what I did then. I've been doing it for 30 years. I had I, I wanted a new set of experiences. And so, yes, for me, a new set of experiences with new friends, with, uh, you know, teaching me about, I, I mean, if you gave me a, a, a marker and said, draw something on the, on the board, my team would just start laughing because I am not creative. I'm, I'm visionary. I'm forward looking, but I started to learn some just new things that I wouldn't have learned had I stayed at the law firm. So yes, for me, it's been a great lifting, growing journey. I still can't draw with a with squat, but uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, that will never come. I, I, I've got good people around me that can, that can create and draw nicely. Okay. Now here's a question for you. Be honest with, uh, with me on this one. Tell our listeners, what are the pros and cons of being a Harmon Brothers client? What's good about it? What's terrible about it? Oh, well, you know, it's, it's challenging because to, I, I, it's the pros and cons. First of all, since the moment I met you and I met you first, I've, I've enjoyed, you know, the way you tell stories, the way you 
teach us how to tell our story. You just know how to do that. And so we've seen that and felt that and desired to 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 do that with you for quite a while. And I think, you know, we, we, we made some attempts to tell our story with different product and with different content with some success, but not a lot. I, I think we felt like and it's it's borne out that your experience uh, is a safe way to tell a story about a product, particularly a product that people aren't familiar with. Uh, meaning you made some attempts prior to, to working with us. Is that what you're referring to? That, that's right. And, and, and to be, you're, you said be transparent, you said be frank, a little bit less expensive uh, attempts, right? It's mm-hmm. your high, high production, including from the outset, when we, when we started talking about how to tell the story, how to pull together and write the story and then produce it in a number of different ways in a number of different, for a number of different customers. I mean, you're, you're, you're super professional in the way that you do that. And, and I would say fairly regimented, not, 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 not that everyone gets the same thing, but they get the same experience and the same formula that has made, it has made advertisements that work for products in the e-commerce channel. It's just, it's just been great. I, I don't know if I had to say the negatives. I, I would say that, that you and your team were very honest with us in some challenges that you had had in the past and, and in your, in your determination to avoid some of the same challenges. And, and, you know, we've had, we've had a few day-to-day hitches here and there, but, ah, boy, I mean, I would, I would say you've made good on your determined promise to, to do better with us uh, than maybe you had done with others in the past. And, you know, keep in mind, this is Alex MacArthur coming back after having a few ultra successful experiences with you at Purple. And mm-hmm. I think that helped too, that, you know, Alex had been down the road with you, your friends, um, your experience together. So I don't, I don't, I don't want to say anything negative. I, I think the, the result is, is, incredibly positive, even better than I thought it was going to be. Awesome. Well, it is such a pleasure to get to work with innovative entrepreneurs like like yourself. And we, we tell people all the time because there there are people out there who believe that great marketing is the silver bullet to anything. And, and even as marketers, we fundamentally do not agree with that. We believe that the combination the marriage of great products with great marketing, including great teams too, right? You have to have great people behind all of that. When you can mix all of that together, that's when the magic happens. And so that's why it's so exciting to, to get to watch as Kizik, you know, is growing from its infancy and it's well on its way to becoming a household brand that will be known all over the world and millions, hundreds of millions of people will will wear Kizik shoes and it's such a it's such an exciting journey to get to join you on so thank you for uh for leading such an awesome company thank you for being our client and thank you for coming on the show to share your experience with our listeners thank you for having me Benton thanks for 
for uh, the discussion today. I've, it's been a, a little bit of a, uh, even if though it's through the poop, it's been a nice walk back over the last couple of years and some of the decisions we've made. And, and it's, it is, isn't it nice that it's spring, the world is opening again, we can see things, uh, it's in a hopeful way and and now I wish I wish you well. Thanks for having me on the on the podcast today. My pleasure. Last question for our listeners: Is there any insider information or insider deals that you're able to give them a little uh, a little insider track on? We're gonna have new shoes coming this uh, summer, and if they want to reach out to me on LinkedIn, I'll send them a code. They can have a. a I'm Monty Deer, M-O-N-T-E-D-E-E-R-E. I'm the CEO of both Kizik and Handsfree Labs, so you might see that that as well. If you connect with me on LinkedIn, I'll send you a code so you can go buy a discount pair of Kizik's. That is awesome. So let's blow up Monty's inbox and let's go get some special insider deals on, on Kizik's. Thanks for coming on the show, Monty. Thanks, Benton. Have a great day. All right, for our listeners, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. We'll see you on the next one. Have you ever wanted Harmon Brothers help in your own business? We'll take a look at your marketing efforts and tell you where you can level up. We have the strategies. We have the expertise. We can help you get there. All you have to do is go to harmonbrothers.com forward slash audit. Once again, that's harmonbrothers.com forward slash audit.